As they say, another man's trash is another person's treasure. Stay tuned and listen to this episode all about incorporating vintage into your home. You're listening to Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Designing a new home to be your family's sanctuary can feel impossible during the stress of moving. In this podcast, interior designer Jill Kalman shares practical advice, design wisdom, and lifestyle tips for anyone moving to a new home. You'll learn all about the psychology of a well-designed home and how to survive the move and thrive in your new life. Say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to a home you love to come back to every single time. Here's your host, Jill Kalman. My accessory course has finally launched. It is here. So to grab it, you can go to my website and click on course, or if you go to my Instagram page, click the link in bio. That's right. I'm bringing it to you because over the last several years, it has been one of the top requested things that I get asked. And it just so happens it's what I'm really passionate about and what I've always loved to do. I always felt like your home wasn't fully dressed until I brought in that last layer and I loved doing it. And I love styling for my photo shoots. And most of the time I bring in all the accessories and get everything styled for a photo shoot. Guess what? The client wants to keep it all. Well, I'm going to show you my secrets, my tips, my tricks. It's going to be in a really simple video course broken up into modules that are going to be easy for you to get resources, solutions, and really quick wins at an affordable price, all with direction from me. So you can have your home looking like those sitting in a magazine or how I set them up for photo shoots really easily. I'm super excited. So if you're scratching your head about what to put on your coffee table, what to put on your mantle, how to arrange it, what to put in your bookcases, you're going to want to go click that link in bio and get this course at a very affordable price. I hope to see you there. I've got such a fun guest with me today and such a topic that you are going to want to all hear about and it's so creative and fun. So today I have with me Elizabeth Daniel and I actually saw Elizabeth on CBS Sunday morning and there was a great segment about her and what she does with vintage sales of vintage items and really piqued my curiosity because I have a background growing up in the antique and auction business and unfortunately using antiques and vintage items in the home was very popular for quite some time and has really in the last couple decades faded out. And it's unfortunate because you can really have some very unique items by using vintage in your home. So Elizabeth is a decor artist and she has an expansive artistic education, including everything from glass blowing to fiber arts. Elizabeth has begun using decor as her latest medium. Her Facebook group, which you are going to want to check out, Elizabeth Daniel Decor is where she unveils her installations at 8 a.m. each week on Fridays. And we are going to get more specific about this in the podcast. So you're going to want to hear this till the end because it is really cool what she does and you can get some great stuff. Using a delightful mix of thrifted vintage finds and art, Elizabeth sets up a dreamy home scene, each one vastly different than the last. So everything that's for sale, she merchandises it and it's really cool. She then sells each piece inside the vignette in her group. Her main goal is for people to have cool stuff at affordable prices. Who doesn't want that? 
and to help people reawaken their own personal and artistic style. So I just love this. I love the philosophy and it really sparked something in me because I've seen antiques and vintage items go missing from the home and you really want to bring your personality in. And I bet there's things that we all love or remind us of something from the past or really just like a past design and want to use it with current things. And it's okay to mix old with new. So welcome, Elizabeth Daniel. Here we go. Hi, Elizabeth. It's great to have you with me today. I'm so thankful you came on and joined me. Well, hello. I'm happy to be here. Great. So I would love you to give just a brief introduction to the audience about what you do and how you kind of got started doing it. Sure. My name is Elizabeth Daniel, and I I started out with a small Facebook group where I wanted to sell things sort of like similar to like marketplace style on Facebook. I just was getting kind of tired with uh, things kept falling through and I felt like it wasn't a very personable experience. And I think since that's one of my strong points, I guess I went ahead and devised a group of my own where I could kind of collect the people who are interested in the things that I was selling. And so I started staging in front of my garage, these very intricate setups of vintage things. And they're not always vintage. I mean, a lot of them are, but sometimes they're just quirky secondhand finds that I'm getting in thrift stores and garage sales and estate sales and everywhere in between that I can find things. So that's how I got started. And it has grown, 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 grown since then. I have about 15,000 followers in there now. That's awesome. Well, I discovered you. I mean, I'll tell the audience, I discovered you because I caught you on CBS Sunday morning, one morning. Yeah. And the reason it sparked me was, I think I told you when we spoke, is that I grew up in the antiques and auction business. My Mm -hmm. mom actually still does it. And as I mentioned to you, you know, there was a real plateau where it just became less popular to have antiques and vintage at your home and everybody wanted such new stuff. And now that's, that's coming back a little, but... I really saw your story and it inspired me so much to talk about, you know, why it's so important to have this stuff around and, and to use it again and and to make it part of your decor and how much it can show your personality. So let's dive in and talk about, you know, vintage finds and why they are important to layer within your home decor, even if you have new and modern things. And, you know, there's another trend called the grand millennial, right? And, and it's, it kind of ties into that a little now, but just vintage in general and antiques, I have a passion for because I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. But and I always, you know, it was just so amazing to me that everybody wanted everything so perfect and clean. Yeah, you know, like even marble countertops. Now when people do their kitchen, they want them to stay immaculate. And I'm like, if you go to Europe, if you go to Italy, the marble is all patinaed, you know, yeah. and it's it's anyway, so let's talk about vintage and why you think it might be important to, you know, layer it in your home and, and make it part of your home decor. I think we are at an interesting crossroads as far as design goes. I mean, obviously, as time goes on, styles will repeat themselves. And, you know, I mean, 80s deco kind of it had a first hurrah in the 30s. So things really, really build on each other and repeat. And we've gotten far enough out with so many different styles. And I guess I'm speaking kind of specifically to America. Not I mean, not completely, but Anyway, I think that our styles have tended to really, really, really repeat themselves. So right now, a logical look in a 2021 home is 
going to have things from pretty much all eras because you're going to have something that meant something to you that your grandma made and then maybe even your great grandma and then a few things from your mom. And then, you know, you had an aunt or an uncle who made you a table and you want that too. So people just are a mishmash of styles. And I think rather than a, a lot of the people who kind of come to me with questions are asking, how do I make all this stuff work in my home? These are all different things. And when I am seeing them all together in my room, it just looks cluttered and not organized and not put together. And so I think what I have been able to do through my weekly pictures is sort of create this feeling of warmth and home that encourages you to pluck things from all different styles and and eras and have them work together. And I hope that I'm showing people how to do that. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is most people don't realize that the furniture that's on the market today, all the designs came from many, many centuries ago. Yeah. Ages ago. And and one of the most important classes I took in design school was the history of furniture. Mm-hmm. And when you go, when you start with Egypt and Pompeii and keep going, but things get repeated, you know, right. Deco, Nouveau, all of it. And so people don't realize, but it's all part of the designs today. So you bring up a really good point where, you know, the stuff in your home today really represents so many things from the past to begin with. And the other thing that's interesting too, is that the way vintage furniture was made is so different than the way furniture is made today. It was so solid and so heavy. And so to have pieces like that in your home are really nice, along with the accessories like lamps and paintings and all the other stuff that you describe. I just think it gives your home a little bit of character. That's sort of my take on having vintage mixed in. Yeah, I think it actually has a bit to do with how we've all been at home for the last like year and a half. So we've spent a lot of time looking at our surroundings and, and maybe just a lot of time thinking about people who, you know, who really mean something to us and what in our home represents them. And so I think that people are putting a lot more thought into the personality of their home. And, you know, you talk about designs through time and I actually am not any type of versed on interior design. I've come from a complete artist background. So, Mm -hmm. but a lot of it is the same. I think that, you know, we pick up these seeds that are dropped from artists before us and then use those to grow. So So true. Yeah. So I don't think that it's much different from the art world. I think that's why I've been able to like dip into this so seamlessly because I'm just applying the things that I learned about art to furniture and decor. A thousand percent. Because even when I took, when I mentioned that history of furniture class, it's Mm -hmm. pretty much like taking an art history class. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, completely overlap. So yeah, I just think it's important for people to think about when they're buying a lot of these new furnishings for their home. Either if you have something vintage from your grandmother, put it out, or you want to shop online for some vintage stuff and we'll get into like what you do and they can shop from you to get some things. But if something speaks to you, whether it triggers a memory, you just like it aesthetically and it's unique, put it in your home. I think it's a great thing to do. And have mm-hmm. little collections is nice too. Yeah. So what's also cool when we spoke is you brought up the aspect that it's also upcycling when you do this, which what an important point that is. I'd love to talk about that with you. I think that was such a great point you made. Yeah, I think I probably, you know, have some dream, dream dreamlike expectations for myself where 
I just, I like the idea of saving these things. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm scouring thrift stores every day and I'm seeing just the volume of what we are casting aside mm. and it's not sustainable and it, it worries me quite frankly. So I, I see that. And I think if I could figure out a way for people to really love these things again, Mm -hmm. then I can remove them from this situation they're in and save them while simultaneously finding someone who's actually going to love them. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know that sounds like a, you know, kind of maybe like a big pipe dream, but so far it really is working. I think, you know, saving these things from the landfill is it's just the best way to recycle. I think if we started shopping backwards, like shopping from what exists mm -hmm. rather than stores with inventory, I mm -hmm. think, you know, we could really do a lot of good and it doesn't have to be every single piece, but any, right. any few pieces would help. You bring up such a good point because during COVID too, a lot of people, because they were home, they were purging and reorganizing and all that. And I think certain charities and stuff were overwhelmed with the amount of things that they got. Mm -hmm. And I think that even the garbage volume, I know increased considerably because there are things also when we clean out that we throw out. Some people throw things out by mistake too. But yeah, that is such a good point. And we can all learn from that because I think we all have excess and you can even apply it to your clothing. Like sometimes you think you need something new, but if you take a minute and like reorganize your closet, mm -hmm. it's funny that you discover like, oh, I actually have that, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, and I don't need to get that. But yeah, I think that was such a good point of vintage and another really positive aspect of using vintage in your home. Mm -hmm. You know, you and I also talked about something that we really think so similarly on, which is buying what you like. And people, it sounds like such a simple thing, but the reason it's not simple is that people don't trust themselves. I have found with my clientele anyway. So when I say to them, when you buy what you like, you will like your home and everything in your home will coordinate. Because yeah. people's biggest obstacle when they come to me is they're like, well, how do I make my home coordinated? And I don't think the home should be so coordinated, number one. Like having unique things that are layered, not suggesting you have a total mishmash, but having unique things and not having every room look the same is important. But anyway, I'd love to chat with you about what you think about buying what you like, because you and I had spoke about that. Yeah, I think that's so important. I think, well, this actually reminds me a lot. I draw a comparison to art all the time because that's where I feel like my knowledge base is. So yeah. I mean, drawing this back to art again, people generally, I feel like when they're coming to me for help, it's because they don't know where to start. And yeah. how I help them is I try to help them find their style. And your style, you know, your style finds you. I think that you'll just know what you like by letting it speak to you. And if people could just start with maybe five items or so, you know, it doesn't have to be do your whole house in one day. It, it, it you know, you right. can break it down and think of it in less so that it's not so well overwhelming. Yeah. And so two things I was going to say was I oftentimes like in decorating your home to like how you dress. And this is true too. Like we tend to gravitate and buy very similar clothing and wear the same type of clothing over and over that we're comfortable in. And mm -hmm. then in that regard, everything ends up coordinating. And when I was doing my accessorizing class and, and making a video on this coffee table I was styling, I realized like in my home, there was something on there that I had from a long time ago and then something that I had got kind of recently. And they ended up just matching perfectly. Well, why is that? That's because we tend to gravitate to things that we like. So that's why I say to people like, trust your gut. If you see something, mm -hmm. whether it's like a piece of art, furniture, it could be a lamp where you're like, oh my God, I love that. Then mm -hmm. guess what? You're going to love it in your home. And when you continually buy 
those things you love, whether it's a tiny accessory or a lamp or a sofa, it's all going to work together. It's a little bit magical, but it does. And people just don't trust themselves. So I always encourage people like, just trust yourself. Whatever you like is going to be what you like in your home. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's the yeah. post, that's the post of yours I saw that sold me on you, on you and all your ideas. Is I was like, I love that. I just love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, and it sounds so simple, right? Uh-huh. But the yeah. reason it isn't is because people have all these sort of thoughts and confidence mm-hmm. issues, like you talked about, and that gets in the way. Yeah. It's so true. one thing I'm also a huge advocate of is mixing highs and lows. I actually love it. I think it's fun. I think it's great. The lows don't always even look like the lows. You can't even tell. Are you talking about in terms of like color or in terms of like how much a piece is exciting pricing. to you? Or, oh, pricing. pricing. So you might get, yeah. So okay. you might buy something really affordably and mm-hmm. you may have something really expensive in the same room. Yes. I, I totally agree with that. In my pictures, I make sure that I have items that are around $8 and then I have rugs that are more like, you know, 400 So I think yep. that, you know, a good healthy mix is good everywhere, really. Yes, definitely. So highs and lows are important. Looking for a space-saving idea for an extra bed in your home or a multi-purpose room? Well, you're going to want to consider the Lori Wall Bed. It is a Murphy bed that is a bed when it's down and it's a shelf when it's up. You also can assemble it all on your own. It is made from 100% real wood. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a lifetime warranty. It comes in various finishes like white, walnut, clear coat, and unfinished. On the unfinished, you can make it whatever you want, any paint color, any stain. There's free shipping throughout the U.S. It is delivered in three to seven business days. Well, that's unheard of right now. Nothing's coming in three to seven days. It comes with print and video assembly instructions, and prices start at $799. You can order one today at LoriWallBeds.com or click in the show notes for the link. Lori Wallbed is the perfect solution to needing a bed anywhere at any time. Let's tell the audience in a little more detail about your Facebook group and these vintage sales you've been running. You can describe it to them and, you know, let them know about the group if you'd like and talk about what you've done because I think you've done an amazing job. You even merchandise it so that when the post goes up, people can see how the things look in a room. So let's get into that a little bit. Yeah. So my Facebook group is called Elizabeth Daniel Dash Decor. And I started it a couple years ago, but some things have remained the same through the whole time I've been doing it. And that is at Friday only. It's the only day of the week I sell things. Friday morning, I post a setup or vignette or whatever you want to call it, but it's a picture that just, it encompasses everything that will be for sale that day. Some things are inexpensive. Some things are higher priced. Some things are really quirky and weird. Some things are not, (laughs) but it's a really good mix and it all works well together. So I think looking at it makes it feel kind of like art. And just one more time, just stressing that my background is art, not design. I am setting these up as if I am compositionally, I'm painting a painting. So I imagine Uh design works similarly to that, but I'm not formally trained. So I set them up as well as I possibly can. And then I come back from four o'clock to between six and seven. And 
with three minute increments, I post each individual item for sale. But here's what kind of becomes in anxiety inducing. And I don't know if you were able to watch last Friday at all, but you are competing against about 15,000 people. So you <laughs> have to get your me in first in order to have dibs on each item. So yeah. it's kind of like bidding, except that the prices don't change. I yeah. leave the prices the same. So if you got to it first, you don't have to worry about, you know, a $15 vase skyrocketing up to $50. Right. It will stay at 15. And then I just coordinate with each individual person how to get them their item. And I've been doing it for a couple years. People have gotten really used to my voice. I make a few jokes. I tell a few stories. Um, <laughs> I just have fun with all the individual posts and people have really gotten used to that. And I think especially through the pandemic, I had, you know, when, when a lot of us were staying at home and things were weird, I think I've never had so many people tell me, thank you for doing this. This is the highlight of my week. I'm alone. You know, I love looking at this every week. It's like a dose of inspiration. Yep. So even if you don't intend to buy anything, I encourage people to join just to look and be inspired. And maybe you'll see something funky that you never knew existed. <laughs> totally. I mean, I think I was telling you during lockdown and then now it's carried through, but I had found someone who does something kind of similar, but with vintage handbags. Oh, I yeah. love handbags. Mm -hmm. And like just knowing like when she was doing those lives and stuff was coming up for sale, mm -hmm. even if I wasn't going to buy that day or sometimes I wasn't sure if I was going to buy because with her, you didn't know what was going to show up till like maybe a few minutes before. Uh -huh. But it was so fun and it was such a good diversion and, and it was something that I like. So, I mean, I can definitely see how people related to that and found it so fun. And now they've really become just avid followers. Cause I'm like still an avid follower of hers. Yeah. And now I'm going to get addicted to yours. I'm sure. <laughs> so I just think it's awesome what you've done with that. And you create this excitement around it. And by only offering it within like this short time window, I think that's great. Because like people have to make a decision and, and when you grab something and you get it and you get a good buy, it's like a fun feeling, right? Yes. It's like a little adrenaline yes. rush. But I have been told it is very fun, but can also be very anxiety inducing. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Because yeah. if you have your heart set on something and you're the one that just chimes in a couple seconds later, because uh -huh. I imagine the one who gets it is the first one that you see comment. Is that how you do it? The first, yeah. Facebook actually has excellent precision on, because it, it can even happen at the exact same second, but whoever was a millisecond ahead gets first dibs. So okay. it chronologically orders the comments. Yeah. One thing I do like to say to people that, you know, I mean, come in second or third is that most of the items that I have are not impossible to find. Now I do have a few like of my own original art paintings and pieces and those yeah. would be harder to, you know, unless I'm the one painting it, it doesn't exist anywhere. But a lot of like coffee mugs and vases and a lot of the other stuff, like a wicker shelf. I mean, those are things you can find. So I think the thing of the most value that I am actually selling here is the inspiration and the ideas behind, you know, how this room looks compositionally and how you can make that work for yourself. Yeah. No, I love the whole thing that you've done. I think it's just great. And I'm sure being on CBS gave you even more followers, which is wonderful for the sale, right? Yes. I think I approved 7,000 in one day. Good for you. Yeah, it was All crazy. Right. This is good. I'm glad. I love supporting business like this. Any other tips or advice you have on using vintage and decor as we kind of close the show up? Any kind of last words of advice for people to be um, open to it and consider it maybe if they haven't or... 
I think just understanding and realizing that there's really no downside because you're not going to a box store and buying it new and then you have to donate it if it doesn't work. A lot of times vintage things will hold their value. So don't be afraid to grab something. And if it doesn't work for you, sell it on Marketplace. It's a very circular economy, kind of like what CBS was talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, the great thing about buying this way, because everything in my own home is pretty much every single thing is vintage. And the reason why is because then when I go to resell it, it holds its value, you know? Totally does. And there's Mm -hmm. really good finds right now at thrift shops. You know, I encourage people to be resourceful and be creative and be really open-minded to it. Mm-hmm. because there's all kinds of places to find this stuff now. Well, and-, and there's all kinds of people like me who are reselling it. So you don't even Tons. have to go dig, you know, you can right now it's, it's so easy. You can just find my group or there's resellers all over Instagram. All I over. mean, I encourage, yeah, check them out because you know, there's people out there who really enjoy going and doing this and developing their eye. And then if that's not for you, don't, you know, don't feel like you have to go scour thrift stores. We're already doing that for you. <laughs> yeah. But if there are local ones in your area, support those guys too, right? But yeah, there's so much online right now. You're right. Like on Instagram, there's some mm-hmm. people I follow too. And yeah, yeah, all kinds of good stuff and websites. So that's great. Besides the Facebook group, any other platforms you want to tell listeners to find you, whether on Instagram or website or anything? Yeah, I do have an Instagram. It's Elizabeth Daniel Art and Decor, which is very long and all one word. But if you think mm-hmm. of it just as Elizabeth Daniel Art and Decor, it it is easier to remember. But I'm there. And then I am launching a website, but it's not quite ready yet. So I will announce that in my group and on my Instagram when it is ready. Great. And so your sales are on every Friday. I'll just remind everybody. And for everybody listening, all this stuff about Elizabeth will be in the show notes. You're definitely going to want to join her Facebook group. Like she said, even if you're not ready to buy yet, or you're kind of new to vintage, I would recommend going on and watching every Friday. I think it will inspire you. And I think you'll become a buyer. (laughs) That's my guess. I hope so. (laughs) So I thank you again for taking time out of your schedule to be with me today. And it's been great chatting with you. And I hope to chat with you in the future as well. All right. Thank you. It was fun. And buy some things from your sale. Maybe I'll win some stuff. (laughs) I hope so. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I just loved having Elizabeth on today. As I mentioned before, you know, this is something that's been on my mind as far as people not really considering vintage in their homes any longer so much anyway. So when I saw the story on CBS Sunday morning with her, it really sparked something. And I think she is approaching it in such a creative way. She and I have a lot of the same philosophy about, you know, mixing highs, mixing lows, buying what you like, just taking the stress out of it and just going with what you feel. And then, you know, putting things together that are interesting for your home and unique in your home. So always remember, just, you know, be yourself like you would the way you dress or anything else in your life. Your home should reflect that too. And and don't be afraid to do that. So I hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation. And from my home to yours, I'll see you soon. And as always, you're going to want to always head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com. I've got a wonderful new freebie for you called the Room Planner. And most of the time that you're not getting your house decorated, it's because you don't have a plan in place. This helps you cover it all and get it in motion so you can accomplish your home design goals. Go grab it now. It's totally free. And my course is also still available on the website along with so much more. I look forward to seeing you there. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Welcome Home to the Suburbs. Head over to jillcalmaninteriors.com to learn more about designing a beautiful new home while minimizing the stress of moving. See you back here next week.